Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. As always, I'm here with Kaunda Chama. We are doing our thing on what is going to be our end of term, end of season podcast. We're going to be taking a break for a couple of weeks after this. But um, it's been a heck of a ride so far. Kaunda, how you doing? I'm great, man. It's always good to be back uh, on this mic and, uh, you know, talking basketball. This is what we do the best. I mean, uh, you know, we, we love ball. We love talking about basketball. And bring the Post Up Podcast to everybody really just... Fills the heart with joy. Uh, let's give you all of our social media handles. First and foremost, we are at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and at Post Up Zone on Facebook. Um, we'd like to thank our partners, uh, Supersport.com, Betcoza, and the Podhouse. Uh, this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about something that's um, kind of interesting. At least I kind think of so. interesting. Look, At least can, I can think you so. can you exit the room? I'll do the rest of the show by myself. You can do that, uh, but uh, I don't think you'll have as as much sa- as much sauce as as I bring. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about, uh, shall we call it, five stories to keep uh, stories and storylines to keep an eye on in the in the off season. Yep. Um, as teams start to to build their rosters, as they start to form their identities for the new season. There's going to be at least five stories with a couple of uh, add-ons because, you know, Kanda doesn't like the number five. He likes to have, you know, sidebars and, and a few honorable mentions. Um, That's what I do. It is what you do. And uh, and and many people like that. Um, but I think the thing is we're going to be talking about five stories to keep an eye on this offseason just to see what's happening around the league. Um, and we'll kick it off with one of the big ones, which is what is going to happen with Donovan Mitchell. Um, I think it's a big, big story because... You know, him potentially leaving the Utah Jazz. I mean, the Jazz look like they're really blowing it up. They're, they're trying to rebuild that entire roster from scratch with the departure of Rudy Gobert. Um, they're really just looking to, to um, shall we say, to sell off all their assets. And, and Donovan Mitchell going to the Knicks seems to be the main storyline during the rounds at the moment. What do you think about what will happen with Donovan Mitchell? Look, Cyrus, I mean, if you look at the entire Jazz squad, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're... It's been okay, but it hasn't been one to write home. I mean, who who, who we got there? Uh, Boyan Bogdanovic, uh, 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 a vet in Jordan Claxon, and uh, Rudy Gay. Now Pat Bev is there. Uh, Mike Conley. Mike Conley. And, I mean, Cyrus, really the, that team, the, the, the heart and soul was a combination of of, of obviously the stifled tower in Rudy uh, Gobert and, uh, and and Donovan Spider Mitchell mm. and and now you take away one piece I think I think Donovan himself finds himself feeling kind of lost like where to now but the thing is don't you think he's the kind of player the Utah Jazz could build around build a Look, team around potentially and I think that's why like they're, they're keeping the options open yeah but if they are rebuilding and trying to go a bit younger Maybe the, the whole thing. I mean, he is young. There's <laughs> no question. There's no question. I mean, uh, how old is the guy? He's like 25. So, yeah. you so know, if you're drafting like 26 or rather 20, 19, 20, 21-year-olds, 20, mm-hmm. you know, a 25-year-old in that roster, you know, a lot of people look at that and say timelines, he's going to be at his peak when they're still just sort of learning to to see what's up. So, yeah. I think they're trying to, the jazz that is, and, and Danny Age is, as the president mm-hmm. um, of basketball operations there, uh, they're trying to build... A, a an entire team from scratch and you you know Mitchell would be a, a nice to have but I think you can see where they're looking at from timeline perspective to say yeah. he's just a little bit too old for where we might go with with youth 
Uh, they've got a couple of, of guys in, like they got Walker Kessler back from uh, Minnesota in that uh, Rudy Gobert trade. Mm-hmm. They they drafted Johnny Juzang, uh, who's a really interesting player from UCLA. Um, really liked him, not this this past season, but the season before last. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a question of what they do going forward. And I think that when you look at it, they don't have a heck of a lot of really young players. Like Nikhil yeah. Alexander Walker is there, and he's somebody with some potential, who, you know, could get better. But then... Um, you have to get rid of, like you say, the the Rudy Gays, the the Mike Connellys, and Donovan Mitchell would be the prize asset. And if they're going to try and get draft picks, and particularly good draft picks, they'll need to use uh, somebody like like Donovan Mitchell to get those. Now, I think that for the Jazz in a rebuild space, they're looking at this saying, yeah, they've got to uh, uh, we we've got to make the most of of the opportunity that we have right now. Mm-hmm. And the the whole of picks and the whole of players that they got from Minnesota. For Rudy Gay, they're going to want Rudy Gobert. Sim- uh, Rudy Gobert. They still Thank have you, Rudy Gay. Yeah, Rudy Gay <laughs> still there for now. Rudy Gobert. I mean, um, they they're going to look for a package, maybe not the same, uh, mm-hmm. but something similar because you know Donovan Mitchell is a, a really talented player. He's, yeah, um, I don't think he's an All Star, but um, not yet. But you know, he, he's 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 not of the same stature as a Rudy Gobert, who's won three defensive player of the year awards mm. um you know is a two-time all-star now yep. uh you know there's there's a, a reason why rudy go gobert goes for what he goes for now donovan mitchell to the knicks do you like that fit i mean that's the story that's doing the the rounds right now Look, I, I don't mind it at all cyrus because i'll tell you one thing the knicks need a proper point guard they mm. they they need somebody who, who who's they, a didn't playmaker. they just sign one well donovan mitchell is i i, I rate him Pretty highly, he's not yet an all-star, like mm-hmm. we, we just pointed out. But I think he's, he's a star point guard in his own right. Yeah, and uh, obviously with them uh, letting go of Kemba, mm-hmm. uh, they they created that position where they can get a point guard like Donovan Mitchell who can facilitate as well as score. Yeah, but you know? they've just signed Jalen Brunson. Yeah, well, but would you put? Uh, okay, he had a standout season last season. Let's give it to and him, right? We're, we're, we're so we're so bad in Donovan Mitchell. He's a three-time all-star. Is he a three-time? So bad. So, oh wow. Can we take that back, Donovan? We're, we're, we're so sorry. <laughs> he's a three-time All-Star. But, but, but Cyrus, he's a star guard. I mean, I, 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 I'll give it to Jalen Bronson. Outstanding season. Uh, good performance in the postseason, right? Yeah. But Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell. But Mitchell is a shooting guard. He's listed as a shooting guard. He's been playing point. But he can play point. Yeah. He can play. So, so he's what you call a combo, right? Yeah. So, so this is the thing for me, though, is that... Like, so imagine playing both of them then. That's probably that, that, it. That would be great. That's what a lot of people are talking about. it, And then they're saying, but Donovan Mitchell at 6'1", and Jalen Brunson at similar size is not giving you much size at your, your, you know, from a defensive perspective for your oh. guards. So, uh-huh. you know, defensively, that might be a bit of a problem for teams. And Mitchell hasn't been giving his all on defense the last few seasons. So, you know, there are concerns around what he'd be able to give a team. His scoring, definitely, I mean, he's a three-time All-Star, obviously. So, he's somebody who has got real, and, and sorry, let me not forget this. He's also the 2018 Slam Dunk Contest champion. Absolutely. Um, so, he gets up there. But but he's never been on an All-NBA team, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so, it's one of those where he needs to take another step up. And I think that's where people look at this thing and say, okay, fine. The Knicks would be doing the Nickiest thing ever, um, which is... To sign guards that can't guard, and um, look, let, let, let's not forget the 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 
the, the, the impact of a change of environment. And I know the mm. Knicks mm. Ha- environment has been known to be one of the, the greatest environments, but sometimes the change of environment can, can, can bring out a different you. And ma- maybe that's what Donovan Mitchell needs. Yeah. You know, like, look, look what happened to, to Andrew Wiggins. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And and he, he goes to the Warriors, the, yeah, right environment. His skill set is utilized effectively, and then he yep. becomes a, a champion because yep. of it. So I'm with you. And I think the other thing is that New York needs star power. Mm-hmm. And you know, all due respect to Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell is a star. Yep. So you know, he, they, they, he would light up, uh, you know, uh, Madison Square Garden, and people would be like, okay, wow, we're going to watch the Knicks and Mitchell. And Brunson. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just a question of what the Jazz would get back. And I think this is where, when we say look out for these storylines, it doesn't necessarily always have to be New York. They're the front runners. There's no question that a lot yeah. of the press is, is happening that way. But the Jazz are looking for good draft picks. And if Mitchell going to the, the Knicks then becomes makes New York a lot better, those draft picks aren't as... Um, as valuable as if he went to like a bad team mm-hmm. uh, where you're like, okay, fine. He's just one good player on this team. Our draft picks here will definitely net us something. Yeah. So that's a storyline to look out for. Do you think any other teams should be taking a sniff around? Uh, because I, I've seen stories around Miami Heat uh, saying, yeah, they, they're keeping an eye on Donovan Mitchell. Well, Miami, uh, obviously, uh, Pat Riley did mention earlier that, uh, you know, he's trying to make moves and uh, mm. trying to get some talent to, to, to bolster that roster. So he wouldn't be a, a bad and uh, fit there. And now that you've mentioned, and I know this probably wouldn't happen, but now that you've mentioned that he can play the shooting guard position, is mm. what about the Portland Trailblazers, who are without one CJ McCollum, who went to, to NOLA? That's that so is Dame, not a bad call. But, but the thing is, we have the same problem you've just mentioned in New York, because Dame is not the tallest guard. And neither is Donovan Mitchell. No, no, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm with you. But he would, if you look at that Portland roster and, and, and that, you know, shooting guard position that they have available, if you will, Portland but, wouldn't be a bad place to land, right? And the other thing is they went and signed uh, uh, Gary Payton II. Okay. So he's on that roster. Um, Anthony Simons is there. Still, Anthony so you've Stewart. got, um, you know, I mean, if you had a backcourt of, of Damon and Donovan Mitchell, you know, it's Sorry. not bad. From a scoring perspective, it's exciting. From a defensive perspective, yeah. it's Ooh, exciting. We're back to, a bit to of a these guys just right? can't work. Yeah, But then you've got a Gary Payton the second who can come in and, and give yeah. you those defensive minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that what do you do with an Anthony Simons who seems to be on the way up? Um, and I think that Portland will look at this and say, do we need to do that? And what would they have to give up? Because I don't think, like, it, it, they might look at, the, at, at, at Mitchell and say, Maybe this is where we say, Simons, you go in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. You go to Utah. Utah um, uh, will get you, and we'll give them some of our draft equity. But, but, like, then, but like you said, uh, Anthony Simons has got the potential to become a future Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So with age as a factor, I think they would rather keep Anthony than take a Donovan. Yeah. Possibly, possibly. But then yeah. it also comes down to them leaning on Dame and saying, look, Dame is 32 years old. Yeah. If we get him a, a, a ready-made replacement as opposed to somebody who's still working uh, his way up, uh, uh, then maybe. Uh. I, I mean, I must say, I don't mind it. Uh, I look, don't mind it. We'd have to look at what the numbers would look like and yeah. all of that stuff. But, you know, that, that kind of makes sense to me too. And th- the difference being, Donovan Mitchell is not CJ. He's not yeah. a spot-up shooter. He's He drives to the hole. You know, yep. he's one of those. And he can handle the rock uh, yep. better than CJ could, uh, or rather looked to when he was in Portland. Mm-hmm. CJ's handle isn't necessarily the, the greatest 
Um, but then, you know, you've seen what he's done um, at New Orleans you know, and, yeah. and he's looking good. So I think Donovan Mitchell and the Blazers, I kind of like that. Yeah, Cyrus, I mean, I, I, I kind of like I'll even that. take a long shot because um, Colin Sexton is still a, a free agent, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. And, and, and Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs alongside, uh, alongside my man um, uh, uh, Darius Garland. You know, the Cavs would also be an interesting one. I think that the problem with, <laughs> with, with Sexton is that he'd have to, I think it would be a sign-and-trade. I'm mm -hmm. not sure what the, the the mechanics of that would be because, um, you know, he'd need to get his new contract, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mitchell on the Cavs is also quite a nice combo, him and, and, and Garland. And, you know, when and you look at court. what they could do uh, together. And they're both ferocious guards, Cyrus. And, and the other thing is that you've then got Mobley and, and Allen giving you that offensive call as as your, your sort of big man in the paint. And your favorite vet, yeah, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. You know, uh, giving look, that inspiration that they need. Yeah, but then it's a question then of what can Cleveland offer. offer yeah, no, and, no, and that's I, where it I'm always just, comes I'm down. Just shooting to it. In but the I, I, I like, I like, I like the way you're thinking, Kanda. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. Um, you know, it's funny you say this because one of the things, like, I always look at these teams like, hey, who who could actually really benefit from having somebody like a Donovan Mitchell, and where could he shine? Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly, a bad team with some relatively good draft equity potentially being able to do stuff what about the washington wizards the washington wizards bradley beal donovan mitchell backcourt not saying they'll do anything but you know it'll be like wall and beal again it'll be you know mitchell and beal yeah russ and beal you know so, so you're, you're just playing around with beal's feelings yeah again, but right? this is what beal, <laughs> beal's the one who keeps signing there bro okay it's not on anyone else it's like uh, let's see what we can try with bradley beal yeah. this season yeah. i mean <laughs> you know if there's one other place that i'd love to see them try and take a, a a bit of a shot but i don't think it really work would be toronto you know um i think that they'd look at their their, their guys and uh fred van fleet and and just think you know mitchell would be great there's no question, mm -hmm. but it might be taking them in a different direction. Yeah. Um, so, you know, interesting, interesting picks. I think that people should definitely be looking out for the Donovan Mitchell stories. Yeah. Now, Kondo, what's the next one we're going to talk about? Uh, Lakers. You, oh, you, you yes. had to put me in the firing line. It's right? what I got to do, bro. It's <laughs> what I got to do. So the, the Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. The, yeah. the good thing about the Los Angeles Lakers, before we even get into them, is They've gone younger, which is a good thing for me. I mean, Steph yeah. Curry made me laugh at the SP Cyrus. He said, <laughs> because the Los Angeles Lakers like old guys so much, why don't they just give Dikembe Mutombo <laughs> a 10-day contract? Stephen Curry was on fire. This is what happens <laughs> when a guy wins his fourth ring and <sighs> literally he, he feels like he can burn it to the ground. It's okay. i got enough friends. Yep, it's fine. <laughs> if you don't want to come to my party... I'm fine. It's all good. The other guys are already in the pool. <laughs> you stay at home. <laughs> but but in terms of the Lakers, though, I mean, there's a lot of different storylines. What should we be looking out for um, going into the offseason and then, you know, obviously building into preseason and the, and the season itself? Look, Cyrus, the, the rumor mill is that the big three, who's LeBron, Russ, and Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, uh, met up and somehow there was... There I had a call. Had oh, a had call, a cool, phone my, call. Sorry, had a call. I thought that they had it up. My bad. And uh, it seems to be that they said, look, let's run it back. Let's try it again. Mm -hmm. Maybe this time it will work. Look, uh, the, the Russell Westbrook experiment, as most people call it, as we all know, didn't work. But yeah. then again, it's not all on Russ. No, the, I, I'm the, with the, you the on that. The other pieces they assembled, who they thought they were the Avengers, 
mm-hmm. were actually the old people in the movie co- <laughs> Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be swimming in other people's pools. I see what you did there. That analogy to swimming in the pool, all of that. Yeah, wow. So, I like that. So, like so Cyrus, yeah, it, 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 just didn't, it just didn't work. But We're but showing look, our age calendar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but, but Cyrus, I, I like what they've done in, in that THT seems to be there, Talon Horton. Yeah. Tucker, Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves. And then bringing in Lonnie Walker, to me, is a good move. Uh, Stanley Johnson, we've got Damian Jones, who, who who's also played for the Warriors, right? Yeah, so yeah, he, yes. he's got a bit of Steve Kerr in him. Now, me, one of the most significant moves was bringing in St- Thomas Bryant, who's yeah, been a Laker before, I, I briefly. Like and I think the, the fact that uh, the Lakers tried to bring in old big guys, uh, like... like, like um, <laughs> Old big guy. Trevor Ariza is an old big guy. Then, yeah. And then we had Dwight Howard, who's now getting up to become a, an old big guy. Who had, not as a When you say athletic. big guys, you mean like like big in stature or big in name? No, big in stature. Like, 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 because Ter- Ariza's not quite the biggest, but, 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 but yeah, but, but he's I a big guy. You. You, you understand what I mean? He's, uh-huh. he's, he's not a small guy. So, so now you've got the likes of Thomas Brand in, who, who's, who's, who's nice and, Big and, and, and you know, but athletic because yeah. of, because he's still young. Yeah, he's had and, some and injury issues, but he's. I, I uh, like Thomas Bryant. He no, was really good no, in Washington. Good. Um, and when you say Damian Jones, you must say two-time NBA champion Damian, Damian Jones. Jones. Yes. Okay. So 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 um, I, I mean, even if I might, if I must even represent the, the continent, Wenyan Gabriel. Yeah, I like Wenyan. Uh, he, he he doesn't look too bad. He can learn, and 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 and, and I think for me. They need some shooters around LeBron because obviously it's still LeBron's team. But that's always been the case, right? Yeah. They, so, so, so from so so what you're saying from a storyline perspective, right? So, mm. so obviously we talked about the the Lakers big three having a call saying yes, we'll run it back. There are other rumors with people saying LeBron is like, I'm sick of this Russell Westbrook thing. He got to get out of here. And then the Lakers saying we're not giving up draft picks to get anybody here. Those draft picks are when you're long gone, LeBron. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just not with with us making that investment. So, is a lot of different stories happening around the Russell Westbrook move or no move? Yeah. Um, but then you say, you know, they need they need shooters. So I saw uh, some stories about Buddy Hield is yep. back in in the, in the picture. That's where I was going to go because the, the the around the rumor mill again is the story of Buddy Hield, the potential Buddy Hield acquisition, and mm. I, I think he would uh, make a great addition to the Lakers in that. Uh, when we say we need shooters around LeBron, that that's the kind of shooter you need. Yeah, because Buddy Hood can catch and release easy. And, yeah, yeah, and he knows how to position himself, spread the floor. You know, he, and he's a seasoned player. We saw what he what he did in Sacktown. You know, in Sacramento, he was he was great before going over to Indiana. So, Cyrus, I, I but I think uh, the Russell trade should be something to watch. I, I uh-huh. don't know if it really will happen. You know, there were talks once upon a time of the John Wall, Russell Westbrook, then that didn't happen and he went to the other LA team. Let, let, let's see what happens. But if the big three say they can run it back, let's see if they can. Oh, not, I mean, look, running it back could just be br- coming back to the to the party again. It doesn't necessarily mean being better. Look, a, a healthy AD, a healthy Anthony Davis for me, changes a, th- a, a lot of things in this squad. I mean, he, he was definitely missed. I mean... Anthony Davis, for me, if you ask me today, and, I, and I'll say this with my chest out, yeah. he's one of the top 10 players in the NBA at the moment. 
if I was to put my when, top ten, you, but like you said, when fit, when fit, uh, yeah, you know, when fit, yeah. when, when fit, Look, it's it's hard to argue that. And when he's not taking months off from touching a basketball, like <laughs> yeah, he, he is uh, one of the top ten players in the in the NBA. But this is the thing for me around uh, around AD. You know, I've been one of his biggest fans for a long time until he put on a Lakers jersey. Yes. Uh, oh, there was that. But then you know, Enola, I, I didn't, you I literally didn't. loved him. Yeah. There's when no you question. were Enola, I think there are pictures out there of you <laughs> hugging him. That nobody, was nobody COVID. talks about those pictures. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, though, the, the thing about AD is that I do think he's got the skill set and the ability to be one of the best players in the NBA when he's True. fit, locked in, and all of that stuff. We haven't seen that AD in a few years now, yep. and that's been and one he, of the he, biggest he, issues. There was there was the bubble. There was the bubble. There As was I cha- say, champion AD. A few years. That was in 2020. We're in 2022, going into 2023. So, okay. you oh, know, so when you meant a few, you literally meant a few. Yeah, oh, okay. you know. So okay. I got you. I got and, you. And, and uh, I mean, even the bubble itself is an interesting one because he, it's not like he was playing intense 82 game basketball. You know, everything shut down, and he was able to sort of rest. And then he was he was uh, at his was best. Was he the only one resting? Uh, so was LeBron James. Everybody was resting. So but, was Steph. So but, was but everybody. Yeah, I hear you with all of that. Everybody that stuff. was but that's, But that's not my point. My point is his body. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about excuses for stuff. You don't have to be out here trying to, you know, be like, the Lakers won it we, legit. We, we, we've no, heard it all. I'm we've talking about AD's body. And and the fact that he, was, he, he wasn't as um, under as much strain physically in that bubble space because mm. it's not an 82 game season mm-hmm. and it wasn't the same um nba finals process or other playoffs process so you know with that being said if ad can can maintain his body in the right way and you know i don't think he's lost anything in terms of the ability to hoop yeah i agree i, th- with I you. think it's rested enough he's i, rested I, I agree with you so l- let's see let's hope his his body holds up so that's what we got to look out for storylines is russell westbrook potential move or how well he does while he sticks around, and then a yeah, potential Buddy Hill arrival, maybe, yeah. maybe, just maybe. look. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, I'm just interested because the Lakers have to give stuff up in order to get Buddy Hill there. Um, and Russell Westbrook <laughs> ain't that guy. The, the problem really is if he ends up going to the paces, which is an it's not an impossibility. It's a question of what the Lakers get back because I think the idea of of Buddy Hield is great, but they they have to match salaries with a yeah. couple of the players. Is that other player Miles Turner? Does that help them? Possibly. If so, does that mean AD is going back to playing the four? What is the fit if you've got Russ? This well, if if you've got LeBron, Lonnie Walker, uh, Buddy Hield, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Does he just be, give us uh, Tyrese? Halliburton. I mean, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's one Tyrese of those. And, and this is the crazy thing about what happens with Lakers Twitter and, and Lakers fans. They they start making up these trades where all of a sudden people want their trash and give them their treasure. It's not how it works, calendar. Just give, give us Tyrese. Give us Tyrese. <laughs> Halliburton, you know, Shaxi, I mean, you only just got him last year. You know, you know, he doesn't even fit into yeah. that. <laughs> you know, what do you even know about him? You know, <laughs> I mean, he was out west. We know out west. <laughs> in the same, in the same state, you know, yes, he was in know. Cali. So yeah, uh, you know, but no. Um, okay, we're going to move off the Lakers. I do think that yeah, the, the Russell Westbrook storyline really is the one to keep an eye on. Um, and and there might be one or two other pieces around that, but I think yeah, Russ is definitely the one, and we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Um, then the next one for me is is the Nets. You mm-hmm. know, going from one absolute cat- uh, calamity in the Lakers to the <laughs> you know switching coasts on a, on the calamity express because you got the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, and 
everything happening and not happening with them. You know, KD requests a trade. There's mm. a whole bunch of, of, you know, shuffling of deck chairs on the Titanic. Is the ship going down? What are they going to get back? Then all of a sudden, nothing's happening. And then KD and Kyrie are potentially coming back. Nobody knows what's happening there. And, and I think that in particular, uh, the, the Nets recruitment will be what's happening. And also the Nets happiness. Um, I think if as a storyline, that's the one thing everybody got to uh, pay attention to. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen with the Nets? Will KD and Kyrie say, you know what, let's bury this hatchet. Kyrie, play out this contract. You can become an unrestricted free agent next season, and then you can sign for whatever team you want, and there's no issue, and we get a chance to try and duke it out of the teams in the East. Or do you think maybe they'll wait till you know the trade deadline where it's like, okay, fine, we're just getting whatever we can now, and uh, we've seen what we've got. Because the other part of this is the Ben Simmons part. Yeah. Which is, what does Simmons look like? And if, for instance, KD Kyrie are still on this team at the beginning of the season, which looks more likely than not, mm-hmm. and Ben Simmons is back actually balling, mm-hmm. that that big three becomes a really interesting one with Kyrie, Simmons, KD. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, what are your thoughts around around the Nets? Do you think that there's a likelihood that they'll still shift stuff before the season starts? Because it seems like they want to try and get, uh, you know sort out the KD deal before they do anything with Kyrie. Look, Cyrus. First of all, let, 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 let's go back on the timeline. Yeah. When did KD request a trade? Was it before, or after he found out that Kyrie was coming back? It was after. It was after. So that tells you something. He does not want to play with Kyrie. I, I'm not sure if that's the case, Kate. That is the case. Cyrus, let, let me tell you something. The, 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 the inavailability, the inconsistency, the, the mood swings, call it what you want. Mm-hmm. They got the better of James Harden. Yeah, no, I mean, and, that, and, that is without question. And then yeah. At the end, I think even KD was like, you know what? This is not what I came for. And then I don't care where the dude comes or goes, I'm out. Look, because I, I, that's I, how it looked. I, I, okay, that's how it looks to yeah. me. And, and, and I think KD, he, he's one of those players, when he wanted out of OKC, he got out. Yeah, He, he, he wound up in Golden State. When he wanted out of Golden State, uh, I don't know what was happening. We all thought it was him and Draymond going at it, but obviously it was other reasons as well. Uh, yeah. He got out. And, and, and I think he's the kind of guy who's like, you know what? I want to hoop. I've got two championships. I've got an MVP. I've got an Olympic gold medal. I've got a sneaker endorsement. I've got everything a baller dreams of. And an MVP mom. Yeah. (laughs) What what more more do I need? You know what I'm saying? Look, the kind of mom that would scream at PJ Tucker from the (laughs) sidelines. I mean, so what does he really need? Nothing from the Nets at the moment, especially if he has to put up with Kyrie's maybe a little bit of respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, I yeah. go with that. And then he thinks to himself, so there's Ben Simmons. What was Ben Simmons at the Sixers? Mm. Another liability. Cyrus, I'm sure he's looking around and thinking, why do I feel like these walls are caving in? So, I so got to get out. I, I get you there, okay? And I'm not even wholly disagreeing with you. But yeah. there's another side to this where uh-huh. some people say, KD's issue isn't, 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 isn't even with Kyrie. Uh-huh. In the sense that he wanted Kyrie to make his decision Kyrie opted in and he's like, right now, all of that business is done. I'm going to start with my stuff, which is I need to get out of here. It's not necessarily that it's Kyrie. It's more that it's like 
this organization has just not turned out to be what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Even though they've bent over backwards for him, Kyrie, and even James Harden, but 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 specifically for him and Kyrie by bringing James Harden in, by bringing in Steve Nash, allowing Kyrie to take naps when you know they they've got road games, whatever the case may be. Yeah, they they as an organization drew the line around the the vaccination stuff. And and that then cost them as a team mm-hmm. because oh not not just that I mean also the New York City um, ordinances were what they were so yeah. Kyrie couldn't play but Kyrie also made that decision yeah and so the you know the rest of the team I mean one thing that we keep forgetting in all of this is we talk about it being Kyrie's decision and it is and there's no question of that but when you look at the rest of his teammates and all of them opted to get the vaccine mm-hmm. in order to play games. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the biggest name being Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. If KD can do it, why can't you? Might have been one of the things that, that is also simmering under there. So I, I, no one knows if they're boys. No one knows if they're not boys. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, rumors are that, yeah, they get along, wanted to play together, all of that stuff. Yeah. But you know what it's like. You know, you, you want to work with somebody, then you work with somebody, and then you're like, wow, you're a better friend than a colleague. Yeah, kind of like this right? podcast. It happens like that, Pounder. <laughs> I want all of my jerseys back. Um, but <laughs> kind of like this podcast. Yeah, he's killed himself. Yeah, kind of like <sighs> Kyrie Irving. Um, but, the, but, but the point that I'm trying to make here, though, is I don't necessarily think Kyrie's opting in was the reason why KD decided to leave. I think he was like, let Kyrie take the time he needs to make his decision. There was a deadline that that needed to be met and Kyrie opted in on that deadline. So you mean to, you, you okay your understanding is that regardless KD was going to yeah, bounce. I, that, was going to that for me bounce, yeah? that for me seems to be okay. the most logical thing. Um regardless like you say of the Ben Simmons stuff. But mm-hmm. the other difference here and this is why it's also a bit of a storyline in terms of you know will they won't they yeah. is that in those other instances, like you look at the OKC space, mm. they were almost forced to trade KD because he only had so much time left on his contract. Mm, mm. You look at the Golden State one, it was exactly the same thing. His contract was done. He he did a sign-in trade mm-hmm. in order to go so that he left the, the Warriors with the ability to sign some peeps. Yeah. Case in point being um, D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. from, from the Nets. So this is different because... He just signed a, a, an extension. An extension, yeah. So he's at the beginning of a four-year deal. He has no leverage in this other than I want to go. I want to go, yeah. And they'll be like, well, that's all well and good, but you just signed a new contract. We can keep you here. We know you'll be unhappy, but let's see how unhappy you will be. You know, so there's a bit of a true, game of chicken true. that could happen. So that's why I think there's, there, there might be more to this in terms of just get KD out of here immediately. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find the best deal for them, and that's going to be the, the storyline. Okay. So, next one. But I think we, we should watch that closely because bigger surprises have happened, right? We yeah, might just oh, start the dude. next season and then it's like KD plays in Miami or in, I don't know. It's Maybe it, he plays... Any, any, I mean, hasn't possible. he been working out in, 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 um, in Portland? Dude, maybe. I think so. But, <laughs> I've been but, seeing but videos the, the of problem, him in Portland, but the, 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 he's allowed to travel yeah, with no one still. We're going to start seeing videos of him training in... Uh, in <laughs> 
in Oklahoma City, and all of a sudden, be like, oh, KD back in OKC, you know? I mean, hey, look, and anything's possible. Would, would that be such a bad move if you what, think if about I was the youngsters KD, there? If I was KD, I'd go and work out in Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, Chicago. Like, I'd make everybody think something. I'd even go to Washington, you know? Uh, you know, be like, yeah, KD, he was spotted in Memphis. He had a hoagie, you know? <laughs> so it's like, where's KD this where's, week? Where's Wally? Where's KD? <laughs> KD has suddenly been seen in Sacramento. Oh, my uh, word. <laughs> but I do think it's something. To, it, it might be nothing, and I, I tend to think it is nothing because what would the what would the Nets accept from Portland? Dude, the Nike Center is there. He just went what to see would his the, new sneaker. He, no, exactly. He just went to see his exactly. new sneaker that's about he, he to was, come He was breaking them in. Yeah, he was like, okay. oh, what's so, my new sneaker? So, so what's the next one? Because we talked about this team. Yep. Uh, we could talk about Miami Heat. I'll yep. hand this one over to you. Miami Heat, Cyrus, what, what, what could be happening? I mean, and I mean, Pat Riley did mention that he's looking at some, some moves and, yeah. and acquiring some pieces because I think if we look at the last three seasons, the Miami Heat have been great, Cyrus. They've been good as a team. They, they just haven't managed to, you know. Take that next jump. Take yeah. that next jump. It's always been like, ah, they meet a picket fence and then they, they're going to stop. <laughs> and it's not even the tallest picket fence. It's yeah. Like they're out of breath. And, <laughs> Like, you know, like Jimmy Butler Jimmy in the Butler bubble, leaning over there, <laughs> you know, the advertising, advertising orders, yeah. in in the bubble. I mean, I mean, with all due respect, these guys have been pushing Cyrus. Yeah, and then um, in the off season, they, they, they've lost a key piece in, in PJ the, Tucker. In PJ Tucker, who's yeah. going to the Sixers, right? Yeah. So that, that that's a big piece to 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 miss. Uh, they, they've look, they've, they've got Jimmy Butler. They've mm-hmm. still got Bam Bam, one of our favorite. Yeah, Bam 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 Bio. Uh, they've still got Tyler Hero. Yeah, for now. Uh, Duncan Robinson, who was He's given a lot of money, didn't play much last season. Didn't show us much. Shockingly, yeah. Uh, and your, your 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 one of your favorites, Strauss. Uh, Strauss, Max Strauss. Strauss. Sorry, Strauss lo- looks yeah, really Gabe solid. Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent looks solid. Uh, so Cyrus, I, I think they just need a solid four because so you say like four as in like as a power forward, as a power, or power, forward. Like, okay. a power forward because. Like, does Dwayne Dedman play at four? Yeah. But Dwayne 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 Dedman's not that guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, they they, they need a solid four. Are there any fours available? Well, it depends because for me, Mm -hmm. Bam should be playing four more than five. More than five. Because, you know, at at five, he's kind of undersized at six, nine, even though he plays bigger, right? But but, 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 but let me throw something out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remaining 2022 NBA free agents... One Montrez Harrell hasn't well, yet made a decision. There are also off the court issues with Montrez. Ah, uh, you know, he, I, he, I haven't kept up with that. I, I think it's a DUI case. I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, that he's having to deal with. Um, but he's he's got his uh, let's call them legal battles. He's got his legal uh, battles. Yeah. But, but dude, like, can you imagine Montrez? At the heat? No, he, you know, felony drug charges is what he's facing at the moment. Ah. After being caught with some marijuana and a traffic stop. So, okay, okay, you know, okay, okay. I'm not sure what the the uh, the, the situation is around that. Mm-hmm. I like Montrez Harrell. I think he'd be fantastic um, at, at the heat. As a replacement but, for PJ, you know, the, he's also got that the, PJ the, the mentality. The biggest problem is PJ Tucker gives you shooting. Montrez Harold does not, but he gives you a heck of a lot of rebounding. No, Effort wise, yes, offense but, but, and defense. And but, but I think I, if he rebounds and dishes to a shooter, 
I, I just don't think that Montrez Harrell's the guy that, that will definitely fix what they need fixed. And and the reality for me is I think they're looking for more of a scoring punch in some se- in, in some sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've got Kyle Lowry. I was there. about to say, how disrespectful are we that look, we haven't mentioned Kyle look, Lowry? Kyle Lowry's there, <laughs> but he's 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 not a young Kyle Lowry. And yeah. and he was banged up in the postseason last season. And yeah. you just don't know what you're gonna get with some of these older guys as they try to struggle. You know, they struggle to come back from from taking these knocks. True. So um, I think that the Heat will. That's why they've always been linked with somebody like Donovan Mitchell, is that they they might need more guard help, somebody to give them a little bit more scoring. But hold up, have you been watching the Victor Oladipo videos? So Vic was there last season, brother. Yeah, and he signed back. And he Visit signed. Back. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm with and, you. And he's looking he's looking mighty solid. Out there on those workout videos. I I think, yeah, those videos are always edited to make a person look better. But, but you know, you know, I love Victor Oladipo, right? Yeah. He's not the same Victor Oladipo as as we've known. Like post injury. Yeah. He's just, he's just missing a a little bit, whether it's a step or his eyes not in, but he's just not being the same. Mm -hmm. Them retaining him is a fantastic move because it doesn't give them any pressure to look for people to come off the bench. Vic's not going to start for this team. Not anymore, no. And so that's what I think they're looking for, is one other starter or a star player to try and bring in. Somebody who could do something for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know, they like players who have been counted out. Yeah. So I'm going to start naming some really interesting potential prospects Hit us with it, Cyrus. You mentioned this one guy, this kid who plays in Cleveland. Who could Colin be available? Sexton. Now you tell me, Colin Sexton couldn't be an interesting addition on the Miami Heat. He plays with pace. He's got a lot of fire in the belly, and he's the kind of guy who, given the right environment, working with a Jimmy Butler and what have you, could raise his game to the next level. I like the idea of Colin Sexton potentially being on the Miami Heat. Cyrus, that he was once part of, before the injury and stuff. Of course, he was once the, part of the one-two punch in Cleveland alongside mm. Darius Garland. Yeah, uh, they made up Sexy Land, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And, Who could forget? And, and and he gives you sixteen three and two, which is sixteen points, three rebounds, and two assists per game as an average. That's what mm-hmm. he averaged 2021-2022 season. That's not a bad call, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, look, I, I, I tend to look at some of these guys and think there are people who are on the fringes of certain teams who could potentially be worth looking at. And mm-hmm. another team that's also looking to offload some players is the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, who did they sign recently? Um, uh, oh, oh, man, from from uh, DeJounte Murray from the Spurs. From the Spurs, yeah. So, you know, they, they are possibly looking at at getting rid of somebody like um, Bogdanovich, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, and, you know, somebody like Miami could look at him and say, well, he does shoot the ball while he's 29, but, you know, he's the kind of guy who could give us some some real, real minutes. And the other thing that you also have to look at is one of our African brothers and Clint Capella is always being brought up in conversations for trades. Mm-hmm. Clint Capella could be somebody who could end up in Miami. And, uh, you know, he, he's he's a great, great pick-and-roll player. Um, he sets good screens, finishes at the rim, obviously is a shot blocker. Lost a little bit last season, mm-hmm. but in Miami could be really, really great. And him and, and Bam Adebayo um, next to each other could also, you know, 
up that defensive stakes a little bit. Wow. And he's got Congolese roots. Yeah. So you get that. That, that African that African link at Miami stays there. You get you get that Jolof meets Nshima. Because, you know, he's in Congo. So yeah, he's got that Nshima effect yeah. with him. So you got the Jolof meets Nshima. Cyrus could be a problem. Yeah. But but we're not saying. I mean, look, there's even but, this but, talks but, of John Collins potentially leaving. And you mentioned a four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, John Collins, you know, to Miami could also look quite they, nice. Because they could use a guard. Uh, mm-hmm. Or uh, a, a power forward, yeah. But I think more of a power forward than a guard. I, I, it, and it, yet, I'm feeling like guard depth is where they really need to focus. Because if you look at the fact that they, 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 they've got uh, a Kyle Lowry and an experienced guard, right? Yeah. Vic is also becoming an experienced guard, although, like you said, his performance has taken a bit of a yeah. dip. So there, they've got some pretty good talent. But when when you look at the big guys. You, they they need some big guys. No, the, the, I think the Heat, and this is why we bring them up, and this is why we're saying people need to look out for them. The Heat need a few more pieces across the so, squad. So it's not just I don't think it's just only one. Yeah, Frank Court. It's, it's it's like a exactly. combination of. So I'm I'm going to bring up some names for you, right? Because we're talking about teams who are currently rebuilding, mm-hmm. um, and and the Utah Jazz have got jo- uh, Jordan Clarkson. And he could give you a really good scoring punch off the bench. He's a former six man of the year. Yep. He's been out there balling insanely. So, you know, when you look at it, because the Heat really fell apart in the scoring mistakes yeah. in, in the postseason, um, that I think that somebody like Clarkson could be a really good fit for them. I'm, I'm not mad at Clarkson. I'm not mad at Clarkson. He's, he's getting there in the, in the age department, uh, you know, he, without due so respect. How, how old do you think he is? Isn't he like 30 now? Yeah, he's 30. Yeah. That's not really, I mean, look, look he's not LeBron, but he, he's he, not, he's he, not Kyle Lowry. He, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but look, yeah, I'm not mad at, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm, not I'm not mad at. I, I'd, I'd look at Clarkson and, and I think that he'd be a good fit in Miami. But yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why we got to look at the heat. So let's round off all of this discussion with um, a chat about the Mavs. The Dallas because Mavericks. I think the Dallas Mavericks are in a very sticky situation right now. Um, you know, Jalen Brunson was really important for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, though he he wasn't one of those where everyone was like, oh my God, Jalen Brunson, he's so good. He got, he became, he had all eyes on him in the postseason. Yep. Um, but they, they're still missing some guard, guard play. Like I know I've spoken to a few people who talked about the fact that yes, the, the Mavs will still, they've got Spencer Dinwiddie and he looked good in, in stretches last season. Mm-hmm. And they've got, um, they've got Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back because he back, was yeah. injured. And so that's going to be important. And they got Luca with a new sneaker. No, no. Luca goes without saying, right? Re- remind, Luka. I've got an honorable mention. Remind me about new sneaker situations. Um, yeah. But let's talk about the Mavs first. Okay. Um, the other guy that, that <laughs> I've loved seeing him have a bit of a comeback is Frank, Frank Nilekina. Who's, who's been showing some of his defensive chops, he's never going to be a major star in Dallas. But it says to me, though, that although the Mavericks have signed Christian Wood, who will be pretty good for them, mm-hmm. they do need a little bit more shooting. They show that they struggled with that uh, in the postseason last season. And probably a guard, somebody to really you know help Luca with the rock, because Luca does everything for that team. So they need yeah. somebody who can come in, handle the rock, and, and, and try and facilitate for for everybody else so i think the mavericks are a team to really look out for can i ask you a question go for it because we love africa right yeah and and sometimes we love all the time you and i love a comeback story yes what if the dallas Mavs? now don't judge me i might reached out to one dennis schroeder to come off the bench 
and handle the rock a little bit when Luca needs a bit of rest hmm. because he's he was good in LA. I mean, in uh, in, hmm. in, in ATL. Atlanta, he, he wasn't bad in they, Boston. They, they, he wasn't bad in Boston. He wasn't even bad in LA. It was just a circumstance yeah. thing. So now he's he's at the Rockets, and uh, he really needs a comeback story. Kaunda. I like that saying. a lot. I'm just saying. I like They've that a lot. They've got Luca. All they need is to utilize Dennis Schroeder. And there's the European connection. Boom. Um, you know, I mean, obviously he's our African brother, but you know, he's but German. He, he's also got and, the, the, the and German Not connection. to say that, you know, like, oh, because, but but the, the Mavericks tend to sign a lot of Europeans. Mm-hmm. True, they're pi- paler Europeans, but um, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... Somehow you've talked me into thinking Dennis Schroeder and Luka, Luka Doncic backcourt might be a really fun thing to watch. Not, not even them on the floor at the same time. Uh, calendar. I like it. There you go. I like it. I'm, I'm, in fact, it, I think the air stop, you know, like <laughs> everything is like, whoa, <laughs> that could be a good call. I just like to um, throw my man Dennis in there. No, I, I like it. I like it. And, and you know what, though? And, and this is something that we, we like about you know, what we do is the sense that sometimes we think about players who the world has forgotten because Dennis Schroeder is not a terrible player. No, he not just had at a all. bad time. He, he bet on himself and that bet backfired. That's the and only thing. And people clowned that, him on that. And, yeah. and he had a good sense of humor about it. Yeah. But he's still a great profession, a professional. Yep. He'd go out there, do a really good job. And there are a list of, of free agents who could actually go to teams like Dallas. Yeah. I just and he's an African game alumni. Yeah. Oh, no, let's not African that. game alumni. You know, we, we love them all. Um, I like that. I think people should be looking for the Mavs because I think the Mavs have to make at least one more trade, possibly two, because they were really showed up and, and they need to, to find something to, to take them to a, a different level, not necessarily mm-hmm. just to keep them on the same level. Um, yes, it's time for you to go into your honorable mentions calendar. Uh, uh, you, you know, one of my favorite players will always be Ja Morant. Yeah. But there's a, there's a guy who was drafted before Ja Morant and he's on the way back. Uh-huh. And he's got his new sneaker that came out recently, the, the Zion 2. I, I think this is this is somebody we, we need to watch very closely. Yeah, I, I'm with you. He's going to show why if he wasn't injured, he would have potentially been the rookie of the year. Look, no question, Zion is going to be that guy. I yeah. will say this, though. The, the thing with Zion is that it's a story not just of Zion, but of the Pelicans. Yeah. Because... When Zion comes back, mm-hmm. um, and we hope that he's back fit, he's only 22 years old, but we hope he's back fit in great shape. Yep. Um, he can add to that Pelicans team and make them something massively incredible. Um, Cyrus, he's so dominant in the paint. He's, he, he's he, just dominant he, everywhere. He jumps, he shoots. Uh, Cyrus, I, I think... He'd take your lunch. Yeah, he, he's not an off-season story because nobody's trading him and he's not going anywhere. Yeah. But signed, I think... Signed a contract signed extension. Signed a contract ex- uh, extension. So I'm, I'm just saying when he comes back, and, and you should take a look at those Zion 2s, I think even you would wear the Zion 2s. Maybe. I, I know you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like loud sneakers. You don't like yeah. over-the-top stuff, yeah. but the, the colorways are good. Um, yeah, I think him and his new sneaker are going to say something this coming season. Okay, look, yep. I, I'm, I, I like that. I mean, Zahn's one that, as a storyline, and him and, and uh, with the Pelicans, we have to keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. I think that's going to be a really important one. Counter, yeah, you've nailed a really good story out there. I think that's something everybody who's listening has to look out for. Yeah. Um, so, 
one of the things that I want to do just to to round off the entire show itself is to to go through some of the uh, stuff on Betcoza. Oh, right. So people know this, you know, even though there isn't live NBA action at the moment and Summer League's done, which was fun, by the way. Oh. Really enjoyed watching Summer League. Big shout out to Portland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did, it, did they, they get got the their first rings? rings. They yeah. got the first rings, yeah. I, yeah. I think those are the only rings in Portland at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Portland. It, it but I just true. had to throw that there. It I is true. It hurts, but it's true. So, you know, there are outright bets you can take now. You can take some bets on who can be champions, who will be the regular season MVP, conference winners, rookies of the year, uh, defensive player of the year, coach of the year. There's a lot of different categories you can actually look at. Um, for me, I'm looking at these, these, these odds and I'm thinking it's incredible that right now mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics have the best odds to win the NBA championship next season at 5-1. to one. I hope they beat the Warriors if they do. Followed by the Warriors at 6-1, to one, <laughs> who also have the same odds as the Clippers. Oh, snap. Hello, John Wall. So that's really interesting because clearly the bookmakers are saying the Clippers are a team we should be looking out for. And yeah, look out for any more Clippers storylines. There's going to be a lot coming look, up. Look, Kawhi back healthy, yeah. PG healthy. Uh, John, John Wall added Wall to the roster. Yeah, Could do something. Could be interesting. Um, then you've got the Milwaukee Bucks at 7-1, to one, um, who for me would be great odds to win the championship. If you're looking for some real outside long shots here, mm-hmm. uh, Brooklyn is at 15-1. to one, um, And that's because everybody's looking at them saying, yeah, they're all going to go their separate ways and nothing's going to happen. But who knows? They could just bury all of that stuff and just say one last, one last dance. The last dance. <laughs> it would be the worst last dance. But yeah. <laughs> and the Denver Nuggets. They're at 16-1. to one. They've got great odds if you're looking for a team who didn't have most of their superstars back. They've actually added some great players to their roster. And um, Contavious Coldwell-Pope, KCP, mm-hmm. um, and I think Ish Smith has also gone there. Yep. So they've got some backcourt help. Uh, Jamal Murray will be back. Uh, they thankfully don't have Austin Rivers on the on the roster. Yeah, I'm just being really mean. No, sorry, Austin Rivers. But yeah, I think that if you're looking for outright bets for, for champions, those are some really good stakes. And MVP. Who do you think the favorite to win MVP next season is? Uh, I'll give you the odds. The odds are nine to two to win MVP. Yanis uh, Antetokounmpo. No, Luka Doncic. Luka, Luka Doncic. Doncic. Wow. He is odds-on favorite to to win MVP. Um, you mentioned Yanis. He's at seven to one. Those are the third best odds hmm. behind Luka is Joel Embiid. Wow. Uh, at thirteen to I, two. I, I am at Joel. So, you know, if you're looking at that, I, I mean, you could also look at, so there's a couple of guys on 12 to 1. Uh, that's Jason Tatum, Nikola Jokic, and Ja Morant. Um, ja Morant's also a, a nice, tasty outside bet. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry at 17 to 1 is an interesting one. LeBron James at 18 to 1 is also really interesting. So if you're looking for like really early potential contenders for MVP, there's some really, really good names oh, wow. here. I'm going to I'm going to throw one out there. Um, I think that everybody needs to look out for. And I don't think it's going to be Nikola Jokic. But I do think, for me, it's always Giannis. Uh, you know, bet on Giannis first at 7-1. to one, You could really do quite well. I mean, if we're saying a, a 10 rand bet now could, you, uh, could net you 80 bucks. Oh, so wow. if you drop, a, you know, a cool 100 rand, that gets you 800 bucks. But I would potentially go with Jason Tatum uh, at 12-1. At to one. And, you know, you put down 100 bucks, you'll get 1,300 rand back. Mm, so mm, mm. Uh, that that's a good one. I'm going to go to the Rookie of the Year as the last one to really look out for because this is always one of my favorites. I'm putting down a bet today. 
do it. I've already done mine, my outside really? bet for, for, for Rookie of the Year. I've got an outside, so I've got one who I think is the favorite uh-huh. and one who I think is going to be um, okay. be right up there. So my, my pick as the favorite is Paolo Banquero. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do Paolo too. Now, interestingly, him and Chet Holmgren have the very same odds. They're the favorites to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at 7-2. to two. So Paolo Banquero... Uh, and Chet Holmgren, they 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 net you a fairly decent return. Ten bucks on on either one of those will net you forty five bucks now. Okay. Um, and then you know you can go and check out the rest of the odds. But for me, um, I like I like a bit of a long shot. Mm-hmm. I called Scotty Barnes last year, and he won me some money. Mm-hmm. Keegan Murray from the Sacramento Kings. His odds are fifteen to one. Ten bucks on him nets you eighty-five bucks. So if you're feeling a little frisky and you put a hundred down, you get eight hundred and fifty back. Keegan Murray is a good one. My my, my second bet is going to be Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith Junior. Yep. Odds are thirteen to two. Ten bucks on him nets you seventy-five. So if you're going for that, a honey, you know, it, I'm, I'm gonna put a straight hundred on Jabari Smith as my yeah, second bet. But uh, my first hundred fifty bucks. My first hundred is going straight up on Paolo Banquero. I, yeah. I think he's he hasn't even played an NBA game yet. You know, it's just somebody. But I can see it. I can it, see. I saw it. it immediately. I was like, wow, this guy. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so, so dominant. Uh, but just remember, everybody, no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. There is a national responsible gambling program. You can get in touch with them on 0800-006-008 or WhatsApp help on 076-675-0710. All of those numbers are in South Africa. Kaunda Chama, um, we've come to the yes, end sir. of the season of the Post Up Podcast. Yes, uh, it, it, it's been emotional. It has highs, uh, lows. We've had uh, mids. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Mid range, you know, long range. Yeah, uh, Steph winning rings. Uh, oh. What a way! Uh, wow, but yeah. Steph, Steph took home the entire cabinet, Cyrus. Yeah, he did. Look, first of all, let, let's go through Steph because before we end it, dude, he won. Uh, he won what? Um, Eastern Conference. Uh, player, no, no, uh, Western, a Western Conference player of, of the of the season, right? Yeah. Well, MVP. I suppose, yeah. So uh, the Western Conference, Conference Western, Western Conference, Conference Finals MVP. MVP. He won All Star, also MVP. known as the Magic Johnson Award. Magic Johnson Award. Yeah. He won the Kobe Bryant All Star MVP trophy. Yeah. He won Finals MVP. Yeah. He won the championship. Yeah. And on top of that, he broke Reggie Miller and <laughs> Ray yeah. Allen's three point record. Three point record. All. In the same season, Ray Allen oh. three point record gone and, I, and I'm the biggest LeBron fan, but I gotta give this season to Steph. Like, yo, well he done, was unbelievable. Man. <laughs> well and done, even man. in those finals, he pulled that team through yep. a, a lot of those games. So yeah, we'll call it Steph season is done. Yeah, but, I, I think he, he, he deserves to to, to and, rest and hosted the SPs. Yeah, yep. he can now really take a he rest. can take a rest now. But wow, yeah, a great great season. Counter has been fantastic. We, obviously, we might do an emergency pod if something major happens, like. If we said LeBron retirement or LeBron trade or KD trade or Kyrie retirement or Kyrie trade, we might be back for all of you guys. But hit us up on our on, on our socials. We're still going to be active there. Straight at up. Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Facebook and at Post Up Zone on Instagram. Thank you, everybody, for listening. From me, Cyrus Rogers. And from me, Kaunda Chama. It is goodbye and we will see you on the flip side. <laughs>